Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, greetings and hello. It is I, your favorite obscure social studies teacher. With all the state-required credentials, bells and whistles, upgrades and operating system updates necessary to teach both the young and the old, Mr. Palumbo. And this is the Professor Liberty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I appreciate all the support. If you'd like to email the show, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. That's professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. You can send me all your questions, concerns, criticisms, even though I'll probably just ignore those. Whatever you want. Send them to Professor Liberty 1776 at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to me via Facebook Messenger, many of our interactions spur on ideas and topics for new podcasts episodes. You know, it's funny in the opening monologue, I said operating system updates. I don't ever update my phone. Do you guys update when a new update comes out? I remember uh, I had iPhone 6. This was several years ago. I had iPhone 6, and I think I had it for four or five years. So, like, the iPhone 10 was out or something. And uh, everything on that phone was perfect. It just, the battery would not stay charged. I even went to the Apple Store, got a new battery, and you could just watch the battery slowly deplete. Uh, It was around that time where news came out that Apple was purposely throttling their products through updates, so you have to go buy a phone. I think I have a 14 uh, now, but I don't ever, I don't ever update my phone. I'm not a big tech guy. I'm not a big techie guy. Maybe when I was younger, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the older I get, the less techie I'm becoming. It's like dementia or something. I have like techie dementia. I'm actually getting worse and worse at technology the older I get. Or maybe I'm just not, uh, I don't have any patience. I don't know. Which is ironic because technology is getting easier and easier. So you think it would be easier and easier, but you know, I just, I'm not a tech guy. Well, happy Thanksgiving, folks. It's Thanksgiving break for those of us in education. And I wanted to do a podcast today on Thanksgiving. So today's podcast is simply called Happy Thanksgiving. And we're going to talk about the origins of the holiday and why it's important to continue to celebrate this special and unique holiday. So before I get started, I want to say a couple things. First, one, I want to get a word out of the way. Indian. Indian, 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 Indian. Okay. Is everybody okay? Do we need, do we need to check blood pressure? Want to check our pulse, make sure our pulse rate is good? I guarantee you everyone that just heard that word is still alive and nothing permanent has happened to them. The second thing I want to say is it's my wish for you, whoever's listening to this, I truly hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving and you spend the entire day with your friends and your family And enjoy and think about and be grateful for the blessings that have been given to you. Don't worry about Black Friday. Don't go shopping on Thanksgiving. Don't sell your soul for the 50% off 70-inch screen TV. Take some time. Relax. Enjoy the holiday. 
and embrace the idea of Thanksgiving. Okay, on to the show. So it kind of goes without saying that Thanksgiving is a big deal in the United States and also Canada. It's a time to say thanks for all the good things that you've had over the past year, the good things that's happened to you. It's a time to get together with friends and family, like I just said. Eat a lot of delicious food. Nowadays, Thanksgiving is mostly about turkey, pumpkin pie, and watching football. Go Lions! But the original Thanksgiving is all about an important moment in American history. So to understand Thanksgiving, we have to go all the way back to 1621, when a group of English religious separatists, known as the Pilgrims, arrived in Plymouth, Massachusetts. They were seeking freedom from persecution in their homeland. After a harsh winter and a challenging first year, the Pilgrims faced a bleak future. But with help of the native tribe, the Wampanoag, a Indian tribe, they learned things like agriculture and fishing. The following year, the Pilgrims experienced a bountiful harvest. And to express their gratitude, they invited the native tribe to a three-day feast. This shared meal, now widely considered the first Thanksgiving celebration, marked a turning point in the Pilgrim survival and established a foundation of cooperation and mutual respect between two different people groups. This first meal, often called the Harvest Miracle of 1621, it was called a miracle because, as I said earlier, uh, the future seemed bleak. And yet, with the help of the Native American tribes, the very next year, the very next harvest, was very successful, right? Bountiful. That's where we get this word, right? Overflowing. And of course, the pilgrims, being a people of faith, a religious people, they attributed this to God's blessing. And they wanted to express their gratitude to God. But they also wanted to express their gratitude to the Wampanoags for helping them. What's crazy is this miracle, right? The harvest miracle. This is not even the only miracle in this story. The first miracle is the appearance of Tisquantum, better known as Squanto. Squanto was a member of the Pituxic tribe who actually spent time in England and subsequently learned the language. This is my absolute favorite part of the story. What are the odds, boys and girls, that a native guy in a neighboring tribe knows how to speak English? And of course, the pilgrims, being a people of faith, a people of uh, religion, the people who believed in God, are going to see Squanto's appearance into their camp as providence. As God's blessing, God is helping them. Uh, uh, Mr. Palumbo, this is, there's no supernatural thing going on here, Mr. Palumbo. Uh, Mr. Palumbo, it's clearly possible that something like this could happen. Yeah, sure, sure, it's possible. But again, what are the odds? You travel 2,000 miles across the Atlantic. You miss the spot you were actually supposed to stop in. You settle down in Plymouth. And you're in the wilderness, and one guy in a neighboring tribe knows how to speak your native language. Squanto's knowledge of English 
was perceived as a miraculous gift by the pilgrims. They viewed his fluency as a sign of divine intervention. And Squanto's ability to speak English is going to bridge the gap between the Wampanoag and the pilgrims. They're able to communicate. Squanto is going to serve as an interpreter and an intermediary between the pilgrims and the Indians. So that story is going to filter through the colonies. And for many years afterwards, Thanksgiving celebrations were observed sporadically throughout the American colonies. They were often days of prayer and fasting. And this shows that Thanksgiving has always had a very religious foundation. On October 3rd, 1789, President George Washington issued the first presidential Thanksgiving proclamation. Designated Thursday, November 26, 1789, as, quote, a national day of thanks, unquote. In his proclamation, Washington urged Americans to express gratitude for the many blessings they had received, including the establishment of a new government under the Constitution, enjoying peace and prosperity, and the freedom to practice their own religion. Washington also emphasized the importance of acknowledging divine providence and seeking God's continued guidance and protection. Could you imagine a president using such strong biblical language today? Uh, where's the separation of church and state, Mr. Palumbo? That's a myth. But I digress. It wasn't until the presidency of Abraham Lincoln in the midst of the Civil War that Thanksgiving is going to be officially designated as a national holiday. In 1863, Lincoln issued a proclamation urging Americans to set apart a day of thanksgiving and prayer to our merciful benefactor for the blessings he had granted us. Let's just pause there and let the secular progressives throw up. It's this proclamation that marked the significant step in making Thanksgiving a national holiday. And presidents ever since have given annual Thanksgiving proclamations. And they often use this opportunity to address whatever uh, situations or current events are going on in the country. For example, Franklin Delano Roosevelt issued a total of 14 Thanksgiving proclamations during his presidency, each reflecting the unique circumstances and challenges faced by the nation during that time. For example, in 1942, about a year into World War II, Franklin used the occasion to reflect on the country's resilience and determination in the face of an adversary while acknowledging the sacrifices made by those fighting on the front lines. FDR wrote, quote, The harvest has been bountiful beyond expectation. The soil of our land has yielded richly, and the industry of our people have turned that bounty into subsistence and power, unquote. Drawing on the theme of being thankful, FDR goes on to say, quote, Our hearts go out in gratitude and admiration to the men and women of the armed services who are carrying on this fight for freedom, unquote. In recent years... As our nation continues to change, and not in good ways if you ask me, proclamations have become increasingly secular, so most references to God or some higher being have been erased, but calls for gratefulness remain. I don't know what we're being grateful to, but they're still there. For example, last year, President Biden's proclamation said, 
Quote, let us be thanks for the teachers who inspire our children, the healthcare workers who care for loved ones, and the first responders who protect our communities. Unquote. So why is Thanksgiving so important? Well, first of all, gratitude. The act of appreciating the good things in life is a powerful emotion, and it has been shown to have a wide range of benefits, both mentally and physically. One study published in the Journal of Happiness Studies found that people who kept a gratitude journal for three weeks reported higher levels of happiness, optimism, and life satisfaction than those who did not. Another study published in the Journal of Psychological Science found that participants who wrote gratitude letters to others experienced a boost in happiness and positive emotions. It seems as if science is showing us gratitude is a vital part of a happy and fulfilled life. Okay, well, the next question is, why should we still to this day learn about the pilgrims? Some people today would probably, you know, it's the same people that want to get rid of Columbus Day. They probably see the celebration of the first Thanksgiving as, quote, problematic. And it's too Eurocentric. Psst, that means white people. You're not allowed to celebrate white people. However, Thanksgiving and subsequently the story of the pilgrims is absolutely the kind of holiday we as Americans should celebrate. Thanksgiving is a holiday deeply rooted in gratitude and togetherness, in family and faith, and that clearly has the potential to foster social unity in several meaningful ways. And I've talked about this first one, shared experience and traditions. We take for granted in this country that we are not all from the same background, ethnically, religiously, and yet this is why we had assimilation. This is why we had the melting pot. Now we have tribalism. Why do we have tribalism? Because we have all these heritage months. We have Black Heritage Month. We've got Hispanic Heritage Month. We've got Native American Heritage Month. Hey, do we have European Heritage Month? Shut up, racist. America is dividing into categories and tribes, but it wasn't always that way. And if Thanksgiving was taught to young kids, no matter their color, this idea of Native Americans and Europeans coming together, giving thanks for what they have. That is a great way to foster a national identity. The second reason I already shared the expression of gratitude and appreciation is good for mental health. And also, Thanksgiving can help celebrate diversity and inclusion. Isn't that what everybody wants? Thanksgiving is an opportunity to celebrate the diversity of American society, foods from different cultures, engaging in open dialogue that can promote understanding. It's literally about two people groups coming together and sharing a meal. The first Thanksgiving, just like the story of America itself, is a story of diversity. Different people coming together, but I'll get back to that in a second. While the Pilgrim's legacy is complex, and it's not without its controversies, their influence on American society remains significant. The Pilgrims are a story of self-governance, religious freedom, work ethic, and even representative government. 
or at least constitutional government, think the Mayflower Compact. So the story of Thanksgiving is the story of America itself. If you want to save whatever traditional concept of America remains in this country, and it's on the way out, boys and girls, we have to fight for Thanksgiving, just like we have to fight for Columbus Day. And no, Thanksgiving isn't just some holiday celebrating white people or colonialization or anything like that. In fact, many people on the left should love Thanksgiving because it's the story of indigenous people helping white people survive. You would think they would love a story like that. Thanksgiving is all about the early foundations of one nation under God, made up of different people, yes, but all Americans. Thanksgiving is about faith, family, and freedom, and what great principles to celebrate at least once a year. So there you have it, folks, the history of Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a great, blessed, happy Thanksgiving. Think about the good things in your life. Yes, life is hard. Yes, we experience setbacks and losses and health issues and abuse. But there are also blessings in our lives. There are also good things in our lives. And we need to be thankful for those things. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating. If you really like me and you want to help me out, give me a, a written review, which helps present this podcast and gets it out into the podcast universe. If you'd like to check out my lessons, go to TeachersPayTeachers.com. If you'd like to hit me up on Facebook Messenger, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can do whatever you want to do because this is America. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.